0: Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the Dynalysis Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host Dan and as always joined by the ever-present Natalie Webb. Hello Natalie, how are you doing?
1: Always ever-present.
0: Always ever-present. Um, I was just thinking a little while ago, have you ever thought, I, I mean actually I should call you the FPL mastermind being in your, you know, your high position, your towering position above me. Um, Have you ever thought of changing your name, your Twitter name, to something like FPL Sloth?
1: FPL Loser?
0: FPL Nerd? No, I hate (laughs) those.
1: I don't understand why people need to have FPL in their handles.
0: Yeah, it's not very cool, is it?
1: Like, I don't have, like, music, Natalie, in my...
0: (laughs) I do have Guitar Dan, though. That that takes me way back.
1: Yeah, but that's, like, your thing. Yeah. Like, it's always been that. It's
0: always been that, I know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to... Maybe if I FPL change Dan? my name to hashtag FPL Dan, I'll like get really good at it all of a sudden or something like that. I
1: don't think it works like that.
0: Really? Yeah. Mm, Twitter tells me lies. Yeah. So, coming off the back of a, a seismic event in the football world, something that really, uh, I guess, impacted all of the podcasts, uh, not just the FPL ones, there's Arsene Wenger announcing his retirement... Well, not retirement, but that he's going to be leaving Arsenal.
1: This hasn't affected me in the slightest.
0: Really? Not even from like a a fantasy league perspective? No. Because there was... First, it was the bomb he dropped on Thursday about Aubameyang, where he was talking about how he was maybe going to arrest him. And then, of course, a day later was when he decided to announce that he'll be leaving Arsenal at the end of the season. And that kind of changed my thinking on the whole Arsenal situation. Like, surely everyone's got to be you know, playing for Arson now. There's got to be some kind of end-of-season push. So I thought that was kind of a, an interesting thing to happen on the Friday that none of us had really planned for. Uh, but all in all, it was, uh, I guess, a fairly decent FPL weekend for me. How did yours go? Fine. Yeah? Just fine?
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah. Above average, but not good,
0: but yeah. fine. Yeah, so I played my wild cards at last and it's it's been building up for a while obviously a lot of people played their free hits uh, I'm currently on 62 points if you count my vice captain because Ozil was one of my players in and he was the one I chose as, as my captain and then of course he was ill for the 500 millionth time this season but uh, yeah it's kind of been a, a interesting weekend from City perspective like they obviously played really well with a 5-0 victory against Swansea guess we should just talk about that briefly because we we spoke about City a lot last week and about how they were probably still going to be a good option right and picked a few players out I think David Silva and Sterling were the two that I picked was it Jesus and Sterling from you yeah maybe company as (laughs) well yeah let's have them all (laughs) yeah let's have them all 5-0 win for them at home and they just look so ridiculously dominant you've got to have three City players right at this point
1: I don't know. No. I'd say two is comfortable. Yeah. I'd probably go with three because I don't know what to do with my defenders. Yeah. So if I can afford him, I probably will get company in. But I think two is is safe.
0: Company did almost score a goal at some point in the match as well, lobbing the keeper and sort of heading it over.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, he's always good for a goal at the end of the end of the season. I think he looks like a really really decent value option. There's an interesting little article came out today. I think it was goal.com. Apparently, Edison's been saying that he wants to score a goal before the end of the season.
1: Oh, because he didn't used to be a goalkeeper.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And
1: now he misses it. And
0: he, Yeah, he just wants a goal. I mean, they've won the league. And he was basically saying, you know, if Pep gives me the nod, I'll go and take a penalty. So I wanted to throw him into the ring. I was like, that would be a really, really good one to have. Just... You know, he may not score a goal, but just on the odd occasion he does. To have a goalkeeper in your team that scores a goal would be blooming brilliant, right? How
1: much is Edison?
0: I think he's 5.5, you know, I 5, providing he... 5.6. Ha- 6. 6. Yeah, so he's a good option if you want to go for the, the ultimate sort of double whammy goalkeeper that's likely to keep a clean sheet and could even score a goal. It'd be a fun one to have. Yeah? No? I don't know okay who's more likely to score company or edison company but if if we consider that edison might get penalties yeah
1: but then they have to get a penalty
0: yeah i know but they they can surely get a penalty i don't know i'd love to have him just for that moment that moment of sheer joy when your goalkeeper scores of course doesn't get any more points than the defender does for scoring so it is what it is yeah yeah uh yeah david silver and sterling both scored uh there was a lot of controversy surrounding the bonus points this week yeah. on a scale of naught to i literally don't give a shit and will never give a shit how much did this bother you
1: Like, i'm done i'm open, i'm dead <laughs> I'm d- i care so little like i saw like i have sterling captain as well this week yeah and i'm still not that asked yeah. that he didn't get any bonus points
0: it's really baffling to me because if you kind of watch the game like People look at it in a, this really stupid sort of lens where it's like, oh, uh, Fabianski conceded five goals. How could he possibly come out with, with, a bon- with uh, two bonus points? But then he made like seven saves, I think, and a penalty save. Yeah. Had a really good game. I kind of feel like that's a sort of a bit of a straw man argument. You're just saying, oh, the score was bad. Therefore, none of the players in Swansea's team could have played well. Yeah, I find it a little bit silly. Uh, But Sterling, I think he got caught offside once or twice. He did have a very good game, but I think David Silva with the two bonus points definitely deserved considering the way he played. Bernardo Silva got the goal, got the three bonus points. I don't think Bernardo Silva's really worth a shout, though, purely because I think he's more likely to get rotated than than Sterling and Silva.
1: Okay, But Sane didn't play this week.
0: No, Sane didn't. And, yeah, I, I remember speaking about him last week where I was saying... He looked a little bit off form and he got hooked around the 60th minute. Right. Not particularly surprised to see him rested. I think that was kind of, it was coming because he has dropped off, his form has dropped off a little bit in recent times. Jesus, on the other hand, 10.2. Nice little goal and assist. An an assist that people were raging about (laughs) on the internet.
1: Um, As long as he doesn't get to take any more penalties. Yeah. I'm very happy with him as my like, top striker yeah. in my team
0: that was a huge moment because I was like oh yes finally I'm glad I played Gundowan this week thinking he'd go and take the penalty like he did last week yeah I don't think jay Z's. he's missed two penalties this season I yeah. think he scored one in the Champions League I don't think he's going to remain their penalty taker after that he
1: can't that. be surely because he's
0: not a good penalty taker Gundawan's shown he is I think if they get another it'll be Gundawan or Edison <laughs> that's what I'm putting my money on right um do you think Gundawan is, is worth bringing in or, or no. keeping? No.
1: Not if... Like, I, I don't really see the point. Yeah. Um, I think there are... When you could have Milivojevic, why would you have <laughs> That's Gundogan? true,
0: that's true. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Gundawan, if he continues to get starts, which I, I feel he might, uh, purely because he hasn't played a lot this season and mm. Pep will want to give him some run-outs.
1: Yeah.
0: I think he, he remains... Quite a good option, but for but me, I think it's, it's still a, that
1: it's a better option to have company. Yeah, Sterling and yeah. Jesus. Yeah, or like a very like a bunch like that. Rather, yeah, than having, like
0: two sort of na- more nailed on attackers rather
1: than having Gundwan in there as well.
0: Yeah, I do not expect to see. So they've got the double game week in thirty seven facing Huddersfield and Brighton both at home, and that's I think the time where you really need to have the attackers. And I guess, yeah, company and Edison, both good shots for these fixtures as well. I guess the thing to look out of Edison, he's not going to be rotated. Uh, well, I say that. We never really know for yeah. sure, but probably not. Um, but company could potentially drop out for the likes of Otamendi or Stones or Laporte. Um,
1: Stones is injured currently.
0: Yeah, I heard, I heard that he's going to be back real soon or... he was
1: supposed to be back this weekend but obviously right he wasn't.
0: right okay so he's he's kind of looming on mm-hmm. the on the edge of the squad though but
1: mendy's back now
0: mendy is back he came in for a, a good 15 minute yeah. spell i think
1: but he won't be playing more than like 15 minutes a game though
0: right i don't At know actually squad. i i imagine his fitness is quite low so he'll probably come on again for the next game yeah you never know for the double though he might see some minutes but it's probably not an FPL shout at this point. And too
1: expensive as well, I think. Too
0: expensive, too weird a time of the season to be taking a punt on someone who's been out injured for so long. Yeah. Yeah, so a really, really decent performance from them. Kevin De Bruyne, also an honourable mention. Danilo, who came in for uh, for Kyle Walker, got an assist. But I think those we've mentioned are the real guys to go for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Man United played in the FA Cup this weekend. They knocked out Spurs with a 2-1 victory. And guy I want to speak about, and I know you're going to hate me for this, Alexis Sanchez. Very expensive at, what, 11.7 or something.
1: Like I just don't know at this stage how anyone can even think about getting him in their team.
0: Yeah. What are you
1: doing with your team to try and fit him in?
0: Yeah, so I guess I'm in a unique situation here. And I think this is actually going to be my transfer this week. Okay. Because he's playing against Arsenal. And it's at Old Trafford. And we all know what Arsenal's away record is like. It's not good.
1: You're in it for the narrative. I'm in
0: it for the narrative. He's facing his old club at home. And I thought he was brilliant in this game against Spurs. He scored a lovely goal. Assisted by Pogba. Um, It was a really tricky header, actually. Because it was quite behind him. And he just looked to be sort of the, the pivotal player in this game. And Spurs... You know they didn't play particularly well. I think Man United actually after the first twenty minutes really dominated them, and Sanchez was a key player for me. So I'm kind of thinking I'm gonna do Azul to Sanchez this week okay. and hope for the best. But what what about you? Is there anyone from Man United that takes your fancy? Yeah,
1: so I'm definitely gonna keep Smalling for the rest of the season. Yeah, he's been playing like to me. He's been playing well enough where he won't like he won't get rotated out. Right now, I feel like it's not worth. The hassle
0: i definitely Virginia. agree with that because he scored some key goals i think the last three away appearances he scored in mm. and just in general like he he made a really really good tackle i think it was or a block rather i think it was against harry kane but one of the spurs players was just about to turn him and he made this like heroic lunging block to to put it wide uh yeah, I think he's put in a really good account of himself over the last sort of three, four games. And I think he's... Yeah, he's definitely got Jose Jose's that sort of manager that will reward his players who are, you know, doing Very well. well. And, and putting on, like, a a brave performance out on the pitch, like a, a heroic performance, he tends to reward that. So, yeah, I think Smalling is a great pick and actually probably got to be my transfer next week to... Because I think Arsenal might score against them. Their right. defence hasn't looked solid to me, but...
1: Yeah, I really not like happy him about, for that double game week. Yeah, I'm not happy about playing him this week. I think I probably will, just in case. Yeah. But um, I don't really like it.
0: Yeah. So actually, their next three games are all away from home. But yeah, Brighton and West Ham in the double game week, you have to fancy United for both of those. Mm. For me, like, Man United, they don't... They they just look to be performing slightly better in these recent games and seem to have had a little bit of a lift. Yeah. Besides the West Brom game.
1: Yeah. Which is a
0: bit shocking. Um. Pogba and Lingard are two that I see you've got down in here. Any any love for those two?
1: I don't know. I like I have Lingard currently. Um but I think if I can't like and I'm happy for him to sit in my team, especially because they do have the double. But it's kind of only if I can't think of or can't decide on someone else to put there yeah. instead. Pogba I'm not really interested in, but I think maybe he's a differential for others
0: yeah he's a pretty mad differential I think like I was looking today at some of the teams in our league and I noticed that quite a few of them actually have Pogba in their teams because they brought him in after his performance against City Right. and they free hit this week so they're going to have Pogba coming back in Right. Uh, yeah I thought he had a really good game as well against Spurs Uh, his assist for Sanchez was really really good very similar to Yaya Toure's for Gabriel Jesus actually oh right okay uh, it was a similar sort of pass, but I think Pogba. Yeah, he looks like the most sort of nailed midfielder outside of outside of Sanchez, really. And I know the double game week threw up some strange sort of scenarios, but that was a little bit of a
1: anomaly, an
0: outlier. Yeah, like an anomaly, an anomalous situation. Right. Uh, Lukaku as well, obviously a popular choice at eleven point five. I yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he offers enough in terms of you don't know when he's gonna show up.
1: Yeah, you and you'd want like for eleven point five, like it's kind of the same thing I guess when we move on to Spurs in a sec, but with Kane as well, like for that much money, you want to know that they're getting at least a goal a game. Yeah. Like and you just I feel like with both of those it's not it's it's nowhere near guaranteed.
0: Yeah. Perhaps that's why I like Sanchez a bit more. Just seeing him the way he played in the game against Spurs was very it was reminiscent of the way he played against Arsenal in his best form. He was just picking up the ball so much and really influencing the game and Lukaku technically got the assist for Herrera. Yeah. But like it was oh, literally just, just a bad touch. It. it. was so annoying. <laughs> he like, was trying was, to control it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I w- like, I was glad that wasn't a Premier League game because I was like, this assist is so yeah. unnecessary.
0: I think the FPL Twitter actually sent out a tweet being like, Lukaku has had this many goal involvements in the last, like, six games. I was like... I can't believe you're counting that as a goal, no, goal involved. No,
1: he could have just moved back out of the way and it, yeah, nothing would have changed.
0: Yeah, so Sanchez actually set up that chance, but it was, yeah, Lukaku's weird touch that kind of ended up getting the assist, one of those weird ones. But yeah, I was quite impressed with them. And obviously Spurs are a tougher team than the likes of, I was going to say the likes of Arsenal. I don't know. <laughs> I think Arsenal away from home, yeah, they are terrible. We'll yeah. see which Arsenal shows up. But I definitely think there's got to be goals in this Arsenal-Man United game. Yeah. It's going to be a big one. Yeah, uh, I'd agree on Lukaku. Neg on him. Moving on to Spurs, their opponents in the FA Cup. See, this is a team that has incredible fixtures.
1: Yeah, the fixtures look really good.
0: They do. But the team doesn't. Exactly. And this is a problem. And we discussed this exact thing last week where we said that Spurs are just not looking very good. Like... They have the players there. They have the quality. We all know what Harry Kane can do. But their last four or five performances have just been really, really abject. Even Kane getting his goal against Brighton.
1: Yeah, it wasn't worth it. though. like It wasn't anything to write home about, no. was it? It was just, oh, look, the ball's in the goal.
0: Yeah, and he didn't really do anything that game. That was his one... He was basically standing on the penalty spot and Son did all the work. Got the ball to him and it... <laughs> I think, who was it? Bruno almost blocked it off the line as well. It was very close. He just kind of threw himself in the yeah. way of it and it, it deflected off of him. I I don't like any of them. And I, I think this is the... Despite last season with his seven goals in the last two games, I just don't think I'm going to go for Kane this no, year.
1: me neither. Um, and I'm only still contemplating Ericsson hmm. because I'm nervous. And, like, he seems to just be doing good football at points where (laughs) the ball is going in the goal.
0: Yeah. So he did get an assist for, was it Deli Ali? Yeah. Yeah. He scored the goal in the FA Cup. Yeah. And it was a very good assist. Man United's defence, not so much. They were just kind of, like, literally no one spotted the run. Right. And it was a very straight, simple run. But Eriksen has, you know, his delivery was brilliant and he has been arguably the most consistent in, in recent weeks. So he is the one I'm looking at if, if I do decide to go for any Spurs. And honestly, the only reason I like Spurs for any of these games is because they're playing Watford at home next. And that's the one where I'm like, oh, Watford are so bad as well. Yeah. So I yeah. don't know. I, I think I'm going to leave them. But
1: like in the double, I can definitely see both West Brom and Newcastle holding Spurs to at least the draw. Yeah. If not, Especially
0: what? the way West Brom have been played. I mean, 2-2 with Liverpool one nil against man united like west brom are a rejuvenated side yeah and newcastle i think we need to really wait and see what happens tonight before we can make our mind up but
1: they're playing at home they're good anyway yeah
0: and they beat them five nil two seasons ago on the last day of the season so yeah they've got they've got precedent for it harry kane too expensive for me yeah i think there's there's better options out there but we'll see I'm going to be worried if I don't go for him that's for um, sure
1: I don't think I am I'm going to be happy to see the back I of it I just him.
0: know what he can do and the thing I'd take away from the Man United game and the Brighton game is that he just he looks like he's rushed back and he is not anywhere near fit enough to, to be playing 90 minute games of football Right. and that's probably part of the reason why he's underperforming and obviously it's in his head a little bit he wants to beat Salah
1: can't we give him a sit down so that he's ready to win the World Cup
0: I mean I would love it to be fair but it, it looks like he's just gonna go through this awful patch of form right in the build up to the World Cup, so he has no confidence and England lose.
1: <laughs> we well, at least we've still got Vardy.
0: Maybe yeah, we'll get to take true. Tammy Abraham. I'd I'd be I'd be down for that. He'd be cheap in World Cup fantasy. Oh,
1: and Marcus Rashford.
0: Yeah, Rashford. So we do have Pit men up.
1: who can do goals. And
0: Sterling playing as a striker. Sterling's been on great form, so you know it's all good. It's okay. All good. Uh, so Swansea, the team who are on an unfortunate five nil. On the wrong end of a 5-0 drubbing, let's say. Yeah. They are another one to watch for this double game week.
1: Yeah, so I think... Beware... So they play Chelsea next.
0: Yeah. It is at home, though, where their form is good.
1: Yeah, it's... I think that's very who-knows-what-could-happen. Like, it could be, like, a a 1-1, I think, maybe. But I am not... I wouldn't be comfortable playing any Swansea lads in that game. But for the... The 37 and 38, where they have Bournemouth, Southampton and Stoke, I think it's time to to pile them in. We talked last week about defenders, but after this magnificent display, (laughs) Fabianski will be my goalkeeper for 37 and 38. Yeah. And I'm sold, I'm done. Pope, rest in peace.
0: Oh, yeah, it feels bad.
1: No, I don't feel bad about it. (laughs) No, not at all. Um... Fabianski is my one at 4.7. I think it's silly to ignore him.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. And actually, I brought Fabianski in on my wildcard this week. But obviously, I played Pope against Stoke instead. So it's a nice extra seven points waiting for me <laughs> on my bench. Yep. Which was a little bit of a shame because I did consider it before the game. I thought, Man City are going to have a lot of shots. Yeah. Fabianski could have a good game. Yeah. But I never saw... I I always thought he's going to be conceding way more than he's saving. Right. And I didn't account for the potential of a penalty save. So, you know, I'll live with it. I've had a decent week otherwise. I think Fabianski is brilliant. I think because of the nature of their fixtures, they have Bournemouth, Southampton and Stoke, two of those at home, Bournemouth being the only away game. I just really fancy them to get some clean sheets there and... Something we mentioned last week was that uh, Fernandez and Van der Horn, both are a threat from set pieces and more so naturally. So they could get some, some goals, some goals from corners. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I think they're all good. Uh, Jordan Ayew is probably going to be my third striker.
1: Yeah. Unless I hang
0: on to Lacazette.
1: I'm toying with Ayew. I just don't know. They're, like, there's not enough space in my team for me right now. But um... it's
0: quite hard to pick between the strikers i've currently got lacazette obameyang and perez Perez. and i kind of want to keep lacazette but i don't really know whether he's going to be playing with obameyang or what's what's going on there uh but yeah he's just scored two goals for me so i'm like oh i can't let him go now Um, and i don't want kane but then are you i mean maybe Um, i keep lacazette for this week because of the fixtures
1: yeah and swansea are going to need to still keep scoring goals hmm. till the end of the season to make exactly. sure that they don't slip up and slip down.
0: And to be fair, I still look good against City. It's just they played against such a ridiculously good team. That There's no way
1: you can get the ball like, yeah. and get it, it an 83% the
0: possession for Man City, which is just absolute insanity. Yeah. They, I think they were the first team to attempt over a 1,000 passes in a game, which is insane. But yeah, I really, really like the look of Swansea. And for me, I think I've got... I'm going to have three Swansea players. It's just whether I have an extra defender or Jordan i That's a question at the moment.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: I- I'm going hard on them. I really rate them. And especially as they're playing for something. Yeah. The teams they're coming up against are just not that threatening in attack. So, I don't know. I like it a lot. All right. So, we have some teams with some okay double game weeks as well. Yeah. Chelsea. <laughs> first on the list.
1: Yeah. So look now Giroud our saviour is here to help us through um two wins for Chelsea not only that they managed to keep a clean sheet in the FA Cup which is the first time I kept a clean sheet for god knows how long
0: (laughs) yeah against Um, some mighty Southampton
1: yeah which is a shame for Southampton isn't it but also not because um Burnley need to be in Europa next year so I feel like this is quite a turnaround I was Giroud started in both games in both the game against Burnley and the FA Cup didn't do anything against Burnley but hey 8.2 million I'm thinking about Giroud as my second like striker yeah like where you'd have Vardy normally I guess yeah I I think I'm gonna have uh, I think I'm gonna have Giroud there
0: Giroud at 8.2 does not sound like a bad deal <laughs> not on my watch so I would agree that Giroud is a, a pretty sexy option there. Yeah, he he just kind of... I think he makes the likes of Hazard and Willian play better just right. because of the way he plays. I think I said that even before like when they just signed him. And I was surprised that Morata continued to start in that team.
1: Well, Morata did uh, somehow manage to score in this FA Cup game as well.
0: That is true. And it was within about a minute of coming on. It might have even been less than that. Oh, really? It was the classic morata Piliqueta cross in from right. sort of the just start just over the halfway line. And just head it in. And just head it in. And it was a very, very simple goal. But that actually did make me think that Asper is one one potential option for this double game week if Chelsea decide they're gonna actually start playing well again.
1: Yeah. So in my first draft of my wildcard I did put Willian in. Um I've decided against that, now I'm over it. But today I did think if I have the money left over, I could put a Chelsea defender in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so they have, in their double game week, two home games, one against Liverpool after their Champions League game. That is a game, there is potentially something riding on it. If they can get a win, they can get a little bit closer to those Champions League spots. And Huddersfield after that at home. And Huddersfield, I mean, they're still going to be playing for, for points at that point, you'd have to assume. Yeah, for sure. But Chelsea are also a much better team in terms of the the players they have. Yeah. So I do like Azpilicueta as a little bit of a differential who has shown he can assist when there's a big man in the box. And Giroud and Morata are both strikers that offer that. And Azpilicueta does play literally every game. Yeah. So he's kind of a, a, an interesting option that I might consider. Giroud, I'd be a little bit worried about the rotation, but I do think of all of the Chelsea attackers, I think he's the best option, just because he is a proven goal scorer, and he can do it coming off the bench, he can do it if he starts, Yeah. he links up well with Hazard. Hazard was brilliant in this FA Cup game, but he only got an assist, and I think there's, you know, we we're not really big fans of him anyway, in terms of Fantasy League, but... Yeah. I think that's a big problem for him. If you're if you're looking at Hazard and you're thinking, oh, no one's going to have him. There's a reason no one's going to have him, because despite it, he can play the most amazing game ever, but he doesn't deliver big numbers. Right. And that's that's going to be the problem for him. Yeah. But no, I think yeah, Giroud and Aspluquay Equator decent options. Arsenal have Man United next, which is not good, not mm-hmm. ideal. Um, they also have a double game week of Burnley and Leicester. One of these is at home. And it's against Burnley. Who are battling d- it out?
1: Yeah, yeah. With I don't really like these fixtures for Arsenal at all. I guess it's the Huddersfield one at the end that's making it mm. through, and Leicester are. Who knows what? At the moment. Yeah. And also, and we have seen now that Aubameyang and Lacazette can both do goals. Yeah,
0: they can indeed. So
1: I guess it's like a, it's a, it's all. It's all in
0: moderation. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a funny situation with Arsenal. I think what you have to look at is just the fact that it is going to be Arsenal's last season, his last few games. And I think that changes all of these games at, at this point. The Man United one is going to be hard. I think we could well lose just because our defence hasn't. You know, even with the Arsenal news coming out, Mustafi still looked bad, Koscielny looked vulnerable. We had our, our first choice eleven out and we still look bad defensively. Arnautovic could have had a few against us.
1: Against Man United as well, do Arsenal play, play a second-string team with the Europa Games either side of it? I don't think my... entirely
0: second-string. I think the players that you'll see miss out will be the likes of Ramsey. Right. And maybe people like Monreal, okay. Uh Purely because those are all players who are liable to get injured. Right. And they're, you know, a little bit on the older end of the spectrum. Uh, besides Ramsey, but he's just very injury prone anyway right. and he's quite important. I think you may see Lacazette get run out again. Okay. I think the likely scenario will probably be Abamyang, Iwobi and, and Welbeck though, up front. Okay. But I'm not sure. I think Lacazette could get in. And that's kind of what's making it hard for me to decide whether or not I keep him. Right. Uh yeah there's you, you'd have to say that these last few games Arsenal's gonna want to win them all he's gonna want to put a decent team out uh-huh. but i just it's so hard to predict obamiang is still despite missing out for the 90 minutes the other day i think he's still the number one i'd recommend i wouldn't recommend any defenders anymore like i did want to say uh callum chambers yeah But he missed out this weekend, and I was really surprised that Koscielny played, actually, because I thought he wouldn't be able to do it. We have Burnley and Leicester in the double. Those are both teams. I mean, Burnley, because we're at home, I think we can get some goals there. Leicester away, I think Leicester are just rubbish. Are Burnley
1: not Arsenal's like bogey team?
0: Well, we tend to beat them, but it's always 1-0 with like a a last-minute handball or a last-minute penalty. Right. And I think we beat them 2-1 once when they scored in the 90th minute. And then we got a penalty directly after that. After that. <laughs> yeah, so Burnley are tough, but I'm, I'm looking more at Arsenal's home form here and okay. the Wenger factor and the motivation. Right. Yeah, it's really hard to call Arsenal. I think you're going to have to take the risk. If you're playing a bench boost in 37, it might be a little bit harder to recommend them. Uh, Newcastle, the team that beat Arsenal yeah? <laughs> the, the previous weekend, they're looking very good. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know how they're playing tonight. We're currently recording while the game is going on. Yeah. I don't know if uh, Newcastle are winning yet or if they're losing.
1: I didn't realise Newcastle are 10th in the table.
0: Yeah. So, actually, a brilliant weak. season for them.
1: Um, They don't really have to play for anything,
0: though, really. They don't. And that's the question. Like, is are, are their attitudes going to change? Again, something we discussed last week, I don't really think Rafa's the kind of manager that would let that would allow that to happen, yeah. much like Pep Guardiola.
1: they just keep going for it. Yeah,
0: he's an elite manager. And there are some some players in there that have really... I mean, I, I do think you have to look at the Newcastle squad and realise it is essentially a championship squad. And some of these players may be playing to stay in the team next season. Like, if Rafa finally gets some money to actually build a team that he likes with players that he thinks are Premier League quality, some of these players will want to prove that they should be... Sticking around right. for that. Okay. So that is one way of looking at it. Their fixtures are a mixed bag.
1: I think it's the it's the West Brom this weekend, and then Watford first in the double. Hmm. Where I'm like, okay, yeah. yes, lads, get them in. And also the Spurs because.
0: Because misfiring Spurs essentially. Yeah.
1: And because Newcastle have proved that they can do football all right.
0: Yeah. No, I do agree, and I think they are good. In the big games against big teams I think they can really they can really frustrate the big teams uh-huh. both of these double game week fixtures are away from home so that is something to consider but no I, I think we could see some surprises these are the the team that I think a lot of people are going to overlook right. and they're going to surprise everyone yeah aside from like single game week players that are going to do better than the likes of De Gea or whatever actually didn't mention De Gea earlier but I do think a good alternative to De Gea is our boy Dubravka here?
1: Yeah, I was looking at Dubravka. I put him into my wildcard squad initially, but now I'm blown over by Fabianski. I think I'll probably put Lascelles in instead. Yeah. Um, Or Lejeune or someone of that ilk. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I do think Debravka is still a good... Wait, a good so up.
0: who are you having for your goalkeepers for...
1: I'm going to play Pope this weekend uh-huh. and then I'll just have Fabianski for the rest. So I'll leave Pope in.
0: Yeah, I, I think Debravka's is probably going to be... One of my transfers. I mean, obviously use my wild card this week. I have five potential transfers that I could make that I wouldn't mind taking hits for. So have
1: you got rid of Pope?
0: No, I've still got Pope at the moment.
1: But you're going to get rid before the double. Probably
0: going to bring Debravka in based on how tonight's result goes. Okay. Uh, But I think I will play Pope next week as well. Against Brian. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, there's five potential transfers I could make. I'm probably going to make two or three rather than the full five but if everyone impresses me then i could end up taking a load of hits just just for that double game week bench boost hype okay uh depending you know I, I don't think it's i think it's really worth it but I, yeah i really like the look of depravka at 4.5 i really like lascelles a, a really good defensive option a threat from corners and usually good with the bonus points if they keep a clean sheet yeah uh, and Perez has been on amazing form recently with three goals and two assists in the last three games. So if he continues it tonight, I think most everyone's got to be looking at maybe him as their third, their third striker. Unless they're going, I don't know, actually. From what I've heard, a lot of people are going big on the big strikers.
1: Okay, that's funny because that's not what I would do in the slightest. No. And I'd be like
0: i think people are are blinkered by the price tags like you see the big price tag you see harry kane you know what he does at the end of the season i think it's that that sort of past experience and the price that's making people think they need them
1: no people are
0: wrong so up next we have a bunch of teams with only three fixtures left meaning no double game week for these guys which is a shame liverpool are first on the list Sort of a bit of a mixed bag of fixtures with Chelsea in the middle, away from home.
1: So they have Champions League tomorrow night. Yep. And next Tuesday Hmm. as well. Or Wednesday. Next week at some point. Yeah,
0: it'll be Wednesday next week.
1: So against Stoke, we'd assume that they're not putting out Firmino, Mane
0: and Salah. I think Salah is probably the most likely to play of the big three why purely because of golden boot and his scoring and him like he's gonna want to play that's it i don't know it's like how do you balance the players wishes with what's actually best for the team how do you do it
1: i don't know i'm not a
0: manager <laughs> um give like, me an idea
1: i'm gonna keep Salo in my team yeah but i'm not overly happy about it yeah Um, But I'm going to keep him and I'm going to just play him, because whatever. Um, Van Dijk, who I had kept in my wildcard team, I think I'm going to ship out, actually, after the Stoke game. We expect him to play against Stoke?
0: Yeah, again, I I expect him to play every game. Their centre-back situation is dire. They have barely any left. Right,
1: (laughs) so... But Robertson, we'd expect to see rested this weekend.
0: Yeah, uh, purely because of the amount of running that Robertson will have to do in the Champions League right. compared to the likes of Van Dijk, who mm. are you know more static. Yeah. With their their movements. So I
1: think I keep Van Dijk against Stoke, but then. Like I don't really see any reason to have him in thirty seven when all the all Liverpool are doing are playing Chelsea and that's it. Yeah. And you'd probably expect Chelsea to do a goal.
0: Yeah, Van Dijk is actually one of the few single game weekers I'm thinking about potentially keeping just because I know that he's kind of nailed and I don't want to take a minus four. And I don't know. I, he was my biggest disappointment this week with one point. I was quite surprised because obviously we had... I don't think West Brom scored until like the 70th minute or something. Sure. It was counting kind of my chickens. So I was like, yeah, I've got some points <laughs> on the board, baby. This is great. Yeah, I... I sp- I don't really know. That Stoke fixture looks really good, but he's one of the only players alongside Carrius who I can like hand on heart be like, they're probably not <laughs> hand on <laughs> hand heart, heart they're probably, probably not probably not gonna be. I, I just hate committing to things, but no, hand on heart can say they won't be rotated. Yeah. Um the other Liverpool players I just worry about too much and the Champions League is a really big factor for them. Oxay Chamberlain popped up with an assist, which was nice from the bench. Oh. That was good on him, wasn't it?
1: I didn't realize setting it, up was on
0: old old Salah.
1: Yeah, good for him.
0: Danny Ings with the other goal.
1: See, like, and this is makes me be like, obviously, Firmino won't start this weekend. Yeah. Now Ings can prove has proven that he can do a goal.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, it could, but it could be, like he's rested Firmino for a weekend. Maybe Salah is the one who's rested next weekend, and Firmino's back in the team. Or.
1: Oh, I don't know. How like, can you predict that? Firmino is not in my team anymore after yeah. this weekend.
0: Yeah, I think Salah's actually quite a risk to keep, but also a risk to not have. So you just have to, you just have to wing it with that one. How much do you believe in the Lord? <laughs> uh, Crystal Palace are another team with single fixtures only, but good fixtures.
1: Yeah, um, I'm still gonna the beat the beat the Millie drum.
0: Yeah,
1: for I think there's no way I won't have him in my bench boost squad for 37 even though he only has one game like it's to me it's too much of a risk not to play him
0: yeah they play stoke in that period as well in the double game week which is a good fixture i would say i would say also i really like him but i just don't have him because i'm believing in gundawan right (laughs) whether whether that's for the good for the good of my team or for the worst but i don't know yeah he he could quite possibly pop up with a pen he did hit the post of the weekend
1: yeah
0: with a uh, what I was think it? It was a free kick for the, yeah was he even trying to shoot or
1: Oh I don't know who cares but he's
0: just good isn't he he's just yeah. quite good. Uh, Tomkins has also been brilliantly late, brilliantly lately. <laughs> Tomkins has also been brilliant lately and only 4.3 decent budget yeah. guy right And
1: again, even without the double, like I'm still kind of backing a palace defender yeah. to like do something for me
0: I just want to say though, quite upset this week. Got rid of um, Sacco, finally. And he gets eight points.
1: Oh, why did you get rid? Oh, on the Because of my wild cards. cards.
0: Because I had to do it. I was like, I know he might get a clean sheet this week. But Van Dijk seemed more likely to me. Uh, Burnley are another team who only have one fixture in the double game week. And it's Arsenal away from home. Yeah. How do we feel about those Burnley boys? Are any of them sticking around?
1: I think it's worth having Barnes now yeah six goals in eight games against brian at home next this weekend and then arsenal away and i don't see why barnes couldn't score
0: would you have him over a perez or a jordan ayu i think i'd
1: maybe have him over perez i don't know it depends on swansea's situation whether i'd have him over i or not Hmm. like for that i think that's it for me with John it's how desperately does Swansea need to win games when it comes to gaming thirty seven. Yeah. What's Burnley's situation with Europe? Are they in? Are they in Europa at this point?
0: If they finish seventh, then they will go through go through to Europa League, yeah.
1: And there's no there's they can't drop to eighth now. Like I guess I They would they need to lose could,
0: every game.
1: And Leicester would have to and win. And I think everyone. Leicester would
0: have to win every game and even then I'm not sure I think there's seven eight points between them yeah it's it's going to be a tough tough one for Leicester to turn around and I just don't think they're they're looking motivated to do that I don't know I the only thing I don't like about Burnley attackers is purely the fact that there are a lot of attackers who look quite decent Mm. who have doubles yeah the Burnley defenders are what I'm worried about because I've still got Pope and two defenders and I feel like they're really due a clean sheet because they were unlucky again like there's a little deflection took the ball away from Pope at the weekend for, for Stoke. And, yeah, I, I don't really know what to make of their defence at the moment. They've still been defending well, but they've just been conceding. Yeah. Um, what is your take? Do you think any of them no. deserve a chance? No. No?
1: <laughs> I think not without the double. If they had another yeah. double, it'd be a whole different kettle of fish. Yeah. But without it, it's it's not worth it.
0: I'm very um, undecided at the moment, personally. I I think I want to keep at least one of their defenders for the bench boost week, but I don't really know yet. And then that doesn't really make sense because I'm going to have Arsenal players. Oh, this is so stupid. Oh, I don't know. They play Bournemouth at home for the last game of the season. Maybe they'll go mental in that one because the scores are always mental in the last yeah, game. Yeah, so and they
1: won't even have to... Watch, like, by then, they'll be... <laughs> safely in in the fact Europa League.
0: maybe maybe that's a good time for barnes or for wood or for goodman's and yeah 5.0 a good lad as you say uh two assists as in well, the last three games and takes a lot of set pieces pretty much
1: every set piece doesn't
0: he yeah so he's not a not a bad shot
1: and he did have like two quite good goes at the goal right at the end of the yeah. game uh against whoever they just played
0: <laughs> they played against stoke Uh, Stoke do you have anything to say about these boys because I do not I do not like them at all
1: not apart from Butland I think if you want a mad crazy differential for absolutely no reason (laughs) um,
0: other than being different
1: yeah I think Butland is the only guy worth talking about in the scene but I don't think he's worth talking about at all I think (laughs) the only guy worth mentioning
0: yeah yeah I agree Um, 5.0 he does make a lot of saves he doesn't keep a lot of clean sheets. No. But he ends up getting close to clean sheet points with his saves anyway. Yeah. So I guess you can look at that. And they, yeah, only have a single game week and it's against Palace. I guess, you know, with Zaha, it's a potential for a penalty. Penalty save, maybe? Imagine him keeping Milivojevic out. That would be an interesting
1: one. <laughs> i a lot of
0: fantasy managers would be furious. But,
1: yeah,
0: yeah Liverpool, Crystal Palace and Swansea in their next three, I think they're gonna lose all of them.
1: I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Bauer looked quite good the other day actually. Yeah, and then he he's... got taken off. Yeah. He he's very fast. I didn't realise how how pacey he was. He set up Jeep for a brilliant chance and Jeep just fell over the ball. Oh yeah. It was quite upsetting.
1: I think Bauer might even have um a spot for him in the handsome eleven.
0: <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Damn He's done he's done good, my boy. Yes, really no, he really is. In a better team, I'd I'd recommend him, but I just can't with Stoke. For sure. Uh, some more bad teams for you. We have West Brom.
1: Yeah, so West Brom now, under the the guidance of holy Darren Moore. Uh
0: everything has changed.
1: Yes, it really has. Just as Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran intended. Now that they have decided that they can play football, are any of them worth looking at as differentials?
0: Rondon, only one I'd say. Okay. No double game week, of course, and they play Spurs in the no double game week. Yeah, double game no week. There's no
1: reason they couldn't win that game.
0: <laughs> I agree. It's at home as well, so you know, good, good impetus. Get the crowd on your side. Yeah, I, they do look really good. I think go for it if you if you fancy being absolutely mental triple captain Rondon in the uh, in the double game week. Why not? He'll be the one that does it. <laughs> yeah, in all seriousness. Ben Foster maybe is a little bit of a shout but I just think there's too many other good options to really go crazy for these uh, some other teams, Everton, Watford and Bournemouth they're all teams I really don't like
1: yeah and all, all only have three games left to play Like Bournemouth fixtures aren't bad at all but I don't know where you go Again, like, and we've said this pretty much all season Like, where do you go with Bournemouth yeah. what do you do with them, I think it's just not worth the hassle
0: yeah, I'd agree
1: good, I'd let's agree. move on There's some more teams to avoid. Oh, damn. So these are all teams who do have a double, but are worth not looking at.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, do so at your own peril, I would say.
1: Yeah. Um, West Ham, you have Arnautovic in your team. I do. And you're keeping him for the rest of the season?
0: I'm keeping him for the rest of the season, yes. Why? Because he scored a goal yesterday. I like him. I think he's, especially when Lanzini's on the pitch, he's a player that can score against any team.
1: Lanzini isn't always on the pitch, though.
0: He wasn't, but he was when he scored his goal against Arsenal and he got the assist for it. And I think that's probably the key. Like, he needs some players to feed him, to give him chances. Right. I don't think West Ham are good in the the traditional like will win all of their games sense but i think they still they still want to get points they still want to try and stay up and yeah Arnautovic just looks a threat in every game like he in the first half against Arsenal he had a good sort of three or four moments where he got cleaned through and Arsenal were just defending poorly he timed his runs perfectly and he just i guess had no one with him like he couldn't had no one to roll it to he had to take a shot on I think he looks really good. I think he's a a decent differential at this point because people are looking at those fixtures and being like, oh, they're ugly. But they're not realising that he can score against all those teams because he is he's probably better than the team he's playing in, essentially. Right. Joe Hart. <laughs> How about him? Reasons not to get any West Ham defenders. Joe Hart. Yeah. It was Actually, it was very unfortunate. I loved the goal that... Aubameyang just kind of stepped towards it when Ram- Ramsey crossed it in looking like he was going to do something and I was like yes Aubameyang oh he's just left it it's quite arrogant
1: the one where everyone just left it yeah that's the one where Declan Rice ducked
0: yeah he ducked du- under ducklin it Duckland Rice <laughs> oh, nicely done I
1: got Rest in Rice and Rice, rice in, in pieces. pieces but I didn't get Duckland Rice
0: I think Rice in Pieces is my favourite though. I think
1: Duckland Rice is the best
0: <laughs> one <laughs> they're all pretty good okay damn So yeah, West Ham basically avoid all of their defenders because Joe Hart is in goal. Leicester are not good, is my hot
1: take. (laughs) Yeah, so in the Leicester-Southampton game, we'll we'll do Leicester and Southampton at the same time. Yeah, because they're both quite bad. Um, Leicester-Southampton, nothing happened. There were no goals, no cards.
0: No events. I bet
1: no one even fouled anyone. Like, I assume just they all stood...
0: Yeah, like... For an hour and a half, they all just can You imagine a football game, like, one team kicks off, and they're like, oh, we both kind of don't want to lose. So they just wait. Like, one team <sighs> waits with the ball at their feet for that's the whole so 45 minutes.
1: Yeah, I'd do that if I did football. <laughs> that's how I'd win the league. You
0: just have to get all other 21 players on board to do it as well. Yeah. And then it'd be fine. I imagine that's how it played out. I didn't see the highlights for this. I can
1: only assume.
0: I mean, there's a good reason I didn't see the highlights for this, because no, I saw the really? score... And I was like, how, how is a Leicester team with that attacking talent not scoring a goal against Southampton yeah. at home as well? You know, Leicester are not an awful team. They have good players. But at this time of the season, like Mark Hughes seems to be unable to really lift Southampton. There's no real standout pick for their attack. Maybe McCarthy is, is a shouting goal if you really want a crazy differential. But... We've when, spoken
1: about so many goalkeepers there well. like this. When you've
0: is got it. De Gea, when you've got De Bravka. We
1: can only pick out, like from these teams that aren't playing well, the only people we can pick out are their goalkeepers. Yeah.
0: And then you're kind of hoping that they're making saves. Yeah. You're basically hoping that the other team's having a load of shots because that's the only way they've got to do it. Brighton, unfortunately, have a very, very horrible run in.
1: Both Brighton and Huddersfield actually have awful runs. Yeah. From now to the end of the season. Well, Brighton have Burnley away and Highsfield have Everton at home this weekend. But then the three fixtures they both have after that are absolutely awful. Um, And both teams kind of need to get something from them just to make sure that they're safe. Yeah. Which is even more of a shame for everyone involved.
0: I guess that's the only thing to, to maybe consider about Brighton is they... Because they do need to get some points. I mean, they don't need like 10, but...
1: Just like, any point on yeah. the
0: board is valuable to them.
1: Just one win out of all of these would probably would do them.
0: So maybe that does make them a nice outside shout, but I don't know where that outside shout comes from.
1: No, me neither.
0: Is it gross? Is it... I if, wouldn't go for Murray because he looks a little bit out of form. He I keeps missing if, penalties. If, Kierdo,
1: like, if, you have, if he's being played, he's like where their talent is. Yeah,
0: he's my favourite player in that team defensively, Matt Ryan. I don't know. This is really like your your last sort of, I'm going to throw one random player in there from yeah. a team who I don't expect to do anything and I'm bench boosting.
1: Yeah, something. so I don't want... like I want to keep Dunk because I've had him all season, yeah. but I also don't want to keep him because I can't imagine that both Man United and Man City aren't going to hammer hmm. them. Although,
0: we've just seen Fabianski do very well while losing 5-0 to... To Man City I guess I don't
1: think Dunk can do the same
0: but can Matthew Ryan, Ryan. Can maybe because I've just started thinking maybe I'll just go for Matthew Ryan and instead. then I guess
1: you could say the same about Lursall um,
0: yeah he's just he just loves a mistake and he doesn't <laughs> have a double game week so yeah he does oh he does
1: yeah that's why they're in this section <sighs> of teams of double game week so you shouldn't have
0: oh damn you're right
1: and he's known for a penalty save as well oh both this of them is, are, in fact.
0: I've got a selection dilemma on now. Damn it!
1: <laughs> All of the, how many defenders can I get this in?
0: You, no de Gea, no Kane in my team. It's going pure counter counterculture. Just
1: pure goalkeepers. I
0: just want goal. Can I get three goalkeepers instead of like a striker? That'd be good. Well,
1: this is what I've, this is the worst thing for me. This whole time, every week I've had both Pickford and uh, Pope playing every game. Yeah. Like I've never had a problem where I can't have a where I can't find a goalkeeper. Yeah. And then when I do have the problem where they're both playing, the one who I don't play gets all the points. <laughs> so why can't I just play
0: two goalkeepers? It's so hard. It's so hard. Goalkeepers are the worst and it really annoys me. But I think a lot of people have used their bench boost, which is it kind of lessens the value of those sorts of players. Yeah, I guess. And yeah, I don't know. We're, we're a little bit on the, on the fringe in that sense, being these weirdos saving it for week 37. Speaking of which, your wildcard... Is happening, right? Yeah. Are you doing it? Are you yeah. committing?
1: I'm gonna have to, yeah.
0: What are your plans for triple captain and bench boost?
1: Um, I'll bench boost in the double. Yeah. And then I will triple captain at the end of the season. I'll just stick Not it on they. someone. Yeah, just stick it on someone. Just,
0: just whoever looks best.
1: A complete random, probably. I might draw it out of a hat. I might do just like a randomizer on I the like internet. It.
0: I like it a lot.
1: It depends how far ahead or behind I am in the two leagues I need to
0: win. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do in my triple captain yet. I think I'm going to do the same as you in terms of last week. Either
1: you play it this week or you play it...
0: Well, yeah, I've got two weeks I can play it unless I decided to do a rando, like, bench boost on the last day of the season. But I think it's... I've got to go for that sort of last day of the season. Like, I was reading an article earlier on. It was basically about... The concept of teams, like, downing tools at the end of the season. Right. And teams with nothing to play for, do they actually play worse? And one of the main conclusions in it was when teams are playing a dead rubber, goals increase exponentially. What's a dead rubber? A dead rubber, basically a game that doesn't matter for either of them. Oh, right. So, for instance, uh, Man United West Brom on Sir Alex Ferguson's last season... When it finished five five, right, and it's games like that where there's just goal after goal after goal because you think of like the World Cup, the World Cup final is very rarely a, a hammering from one team because neither team really wants to take risks because they right. really want to win the World Cup. Gotcha. But when there's nothing in it, teams just go go for grope and it becomes more, more of a, a pure experience of football, I guess you could say. But that's kind of what I'm looking forward to, and I'm thinking maybe, maybe that's the week I bring Mosala back in. Just thinking like Brighton at home, there's gotta be a good sort of parade for them to go and go and really really hammer Brighton essentially. Which feels bad to say. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brighton.
1: Chris is just crying on the,
0: on the <laughs> sidelines. <laughs> but but they will have stayed up by that point. They'll be fine. Mm. But also Man City are playing Southampton, so I don't know. There's quite a few. Arsenal playing Hardersfield, There's quite a few good options there.
1: Okay.
0: It just depends on on what the lineups are going to be like. But I guess you know there's they're going to be fairly far out from the cup finals. So yeah, it's a good good time to play it. I think.
1: Should we have a look at game week thirty six?
0: Game week thirty six. Why not get our clean sheet cups in?
1: Let's go. I'll run you through. Lego. Early kickoff on. The old Saturday, it's Liverpool again! Yay!
0: Yeah, so if you haven't been Salah... <laughs> if you haven't been
1: Salah, still don't captain him because it's the early kick-off and well, yeah, true. nothing good ever came of it.
0: Yeah, this is a horrible time. 12.30 for a freaking line-up kerfuffle I don't know I don't know what to say about this
1: sure so just ignore that fixture yeah so the three o'clocks so you've got Burnley against Brighton Palace against Leicester Huddersfield against Everton Newcastle against West Brom and Southampton against Bournemouth 100% unaccumulable
0: <sighs> I thought that was very accumulatable
1: who are you going to accumulate Burnley, Burnley Palace,
0: Palace Hudders draw Newcastle draw
1: Okay. Um, well, there you go, everyone. There <laughs> I'm giving you the results.
0: i have given you my accumulator.
1: That's it. Um, and then the 5.30 on Saturday is Swansea versus Chelsea.
0: <sighs> Come on, Chelsea. What? Oh, wait, no, that's what I, meant, what I meant to say. Come on, Swansea.
1: That's a nil-nil, that is.
0: One-nil, Swansea. Give it to me. Jordan I. <laughs> yeah, baby. No, you
1: know it'd be someone like Carol.
0: Yeah, Carol. Carol with like a key a assist. Hit. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Um, <laughs> it wouldn't be fun uh, Sunday at 2.15 there's West Ham versus Man City
0: yeah I think this is actually a super Sunday I really like the look of these two and West 4, Ham City and
1: 4.30 is Man United versus Arsenal
0: big game yeah it's Obviously a the times isn't it the reverse fixture uh, the Arsenal Man United City. at the Emirates was a very good game for Arsenal despite losing 3-1 They had like 30 million shots or whatever. So I'm hoping for another Uh, one of those. I remember
1: that was a Saturday night, wasn't it? And De Gea just kept saving things. Yeah, so... I recall.
0: I I imagine it's going to go much the same this time. Man United will win 4-0. Arsenal will have lots of shots and be very good, but just defensively poor. Which is why I'm bringing Sanchez in this week. (laughs)
1: Lovely.
0: Man City-West Ham, surely it's going to be another walkabout for for Man City. I'd hope so.
1: Oh, especially with Joe Hart on.
0: Yeah. I mean, West Ham do have that knack, don't they, of of keeping the score quite low against big teams, but Man City at this point, they just look so ridiculously good.
1: And then Monday for Spurs-Watford.
0: That's not good. That's not good at all. See, this has got to be a problem because Ericsson was the other potential guy I could have brought in this week. Right. And it's going to be painful if Sanchez fucks it against Arsenal. Even though... Oh,
1: because you have to wait?
0: Exactly. Like, your waiting thing
1: is really weird. Like, I don't... It doesn't bother me at all, waiting for stuff. Like, I'm not asked about it whatsoever. I don't know.
0: Like, if someone could get... End up getting, like, 20 points and absolutely hammering you on the the last... On the Monday. That's what I have a problem with. I don't Mm. know. I don't know at the end of the weekend where I stand. (laughs) I'm like, oh, it sucks. No, I don't like that. Especially when it's Kane and Ericsson...
1: Are people still captaining Kane and Ericsson?
0: I mean, Watford at home, like you, ha- you kind of would, wouldn't you?
1: I don't know. I wouldn't. I, I know don't. you
0: would. I know you wouldn't. But I mean, like the average Joe who's playing, not even the average Joe, like no, the sh- FPL player who takes it seriously. Surely
1: you're captaining Man City players. Surely. That's what
0: I would do, but I don't know. There just seems to be a lo- a lot of people saying that. You know, Harry Kane is in this week. That's the thing to do.
1: No. Well, people are wrong.
0: We're very counterculture, culture Natalie. I don't think you understand that. I don't. We're edge lords in the FPL community. I
1: see. Um,
0: all in all, pretty good weekend of fixtures, I think.
1: I think it's all right. I think there could Down be some surprises on those three o'clocks.
0: I hope so. But not surprises to my accumulator.
1: Well, I can only hope.
0: I'll do, like, four anyway. It'll be fine. It'll fun. be
1: fine. Um... Clean sheet cup, where that is concerned. Oh,
0: did I lose this week or did I say Newcastle? So,
1: to round off from game week 34. Yeah. You hadn't had your points come in because you said Burnley against Chelsea yeah. would keep a clean sheet. They obviously didn't.
0: So That's got annoying. no
1: points in 34 and I
0: got one. Nil point.
1: Um, yeah, this week you said Newcastle against Everton. So we're still waiting it's on that. It's currently nil-nil. Still waiting on that as well. Come
0: on, boys. I
1: said Crystal Palace against Watford.
0: And you did. So I've got a nice right. point
1: there. Currently five ahead of you.
0: You did good, um, kid.
1: You literally can't win unless you go for some nil nils.
0: That's gonna make it exciting, isn't it?
1: I don't even know if you can win, even if you get some nil nils. Yeah, if you get. If one... I get
0: three two pointers. And it depends if we're doing, we're doing two picks for the double game week.
1: Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's possible you could still win. Yeah, let's
0: keep it interesting.
1: Okay. Good. So for 36, who are you going for?
0: Damn it, this is hard. Um, I might... Uh, I've got to go for a nil-nil. I've got to believe. i are going to say Huddersfield-Everton.
1: Yeah.
0: Nil-nil. If
1: I ever saw a nil-nil, apart from the ones I all just said were nil-nil. Yeah. It's that. I think I might have...
0: I might have a long silence.
1: Yeah. Um, rubbing
0: my chin. I'm
1: going to have Burnley against Brighton.
0: Oh, I hope it comes in.
1: Well, I'm not going to have Pope by then, so...
0: You don't seem quite as jinxy as me, so it's all good. Thanks. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm, I did take Pope out of my team to start Fabianski against Chelsea, and I've put Pope back in already.
1: I got in at 6am on Saturday morning and set my alarm for 11am... because i hadn't made my transfers
0: (laughs) that's ridiculous and you then made your transfers yeah yeah i I could i could actually this week be a little bit of a crazy boy like i i was last year where i triple captain kane against arsenal and he scored a penalty i could do the same with sanchez this week i
1: think i don't think that'd be stupid
0: (laughs) yeah well it's all stupid really isn't it
1: oh shout out to chris cummings actually yeah we're a legend i've bash every week because i'm so annoyed that he wanted to quit at christmas and is now doing so well who came sixth in the world uh, in gaming 34
0: which is a pretty freaking he had small in captain didn't he yeah an excellent pick and, and he had
1: moses as well we like he had some re
0: out there choices yeah and he's doing he's not just like a, a one week guy as well like he's doing well in the league so. yeah he's
1: done since christmas when he wanted to quit he has done Extremely yeah. well. Stay chill, everyone. That's Stay our, chill. That's our advice for this game week. Stay chill.
0: Fantasy responsibly. That's what I'm saying. is a verb now.
1: Exactly. If you want to find us fantasying responsibly, you can do so on Twitter, at Denalysis and via email at hello at thedenalysis.com. I didn't check our email this week. I hope we have Just play it cool. Just pretend...
0: Wait. No, no. We totally checked our emails. Yeah, we did.
1: Also, if you liked this podcast, you can rate and subscribe to it on whatever app you use. Also, we've heard that we've had some issues. If, for whatever reason you've seen in your app, that you haven't had the even numbers of our podcast, the odd numbers of our podcast, there's an episode missing, please feel free to let us know, because otherwise we won't know, and then it'll just go into the void and disappear.
0: And we don't want that. Mm -mm -mm. So again, hello at thedenalysis.com to get in contact, and what?
1: Did you not like when I said it?
0: No, it's just repeating it. Okay. <laughs> Don't take it personally now. We gotta fantasy responsibly, okay?
1: I thought I was.
0: You did fine.
1: Um so all in all, have a great week, lads.
0: Yeah. Best of luck with the final three weeks. We're in the home stretch. Oh.
1: It's so close.
0: It's so close. The
1: end is so nigh.
0: And soon we're going to have World Cup Fantasy. No! It's going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) We shall be back next week with more Prime Fantasy League content. (laughs) 100%. Until then, I've been Dan and Mastermind Natalie say goodbye. Bye. Bye.